What's going on guys? Sit down, let's talk gaming. Today my guest is Mr. Aaron Fimple. Uh, you might know him better from one half of 101 Dark Monkey. I've known the guy for many, many years now. We did a lot of work together. Uh, he's kind of been in the private eye for a while now, and I'm having him on the show to talk about Red Dead Redemption. We're also going to talk about the PS1 Classic, next-gen consoles, and our game of the year. If any of those topics sound interesting to you, you don't have to watch the whole thing. I put timestamps down below. It's the pinned comment down below. You can jump across uh, to any of these topics. You don't have to sit through the whole thing. I think it's a little bit better for a format, um, just in case you guys aren't interested. So if you are still playing Red Dead, don't worry. There's no spoilers. Um... And but if you are playing, you don't want to hear anything about it until after you beat it. Like I said, scroll down, pin comment. We'll have timestamps. You can jump to each topic individually. Anyways, guys, sit down, relax, and uh, enjoy the show. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. My guest today is the one and only mm-hmm. 101 Dark Monkey half, Aaron Finn. Half, yeah. Yeah, you're the one half of. I'm, I'm the one half of 101 Dark Monkey. Yeah. I was. You was. There's been a falling out. Mm-hmm. A lot of you don't know this was a major falling mm-hmm. out. Disney's um, all over it. Disney's been all over this mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, it explains why I was connected never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron's kind oh of been... God. Yeah, we're working here. <laughs> Aaron's been kind of missing from the internet. Mm-hmm. As of lately, so I figured I would bring him back so he could talk about things that he mm-hmm. cares about these days. All right. Such as video games. Yeah. But, uh, so tell us. Tell us what you've been up to. <clears> hmm. <throat> well, recently, if you check on my Twitter, at Aaron Fimple, you can see that, uh, I like doing, like, 3D game art and illustrations. I have to give you credit. You, you do an incredible job. Oh, if you haven't you. seen it, you should really go check it out. And for those of you who don't know out there, and I, I feel like some yeah. people might never even consider it. How ridiculously difficult it is to do. Like, it's really it's like, so difficult. yeah, it's crazy. And like the fact that mm. you've mastered it at mm. so, not only such a young age, but like you taught yourself is. I have to I have to commend you there. You did a really you've done a really great job so far. Yeah. Well, you know, it's always fun to try something that is challenges you because if you don't try something that challenges you, then what's the point? So it's true. Yeah. It's true. That's what this is. Like, <laughs> big challenge. Uh, so are there anything you're working, like the games that you're working on, are you looking to publish anything or? Hmm. I wouldn't say I'm really looking to publish anything. I'm more just, I think it's really fun to experiment with game ideas. Like I have a game idea, you know, the cat one. What was it again? Basically. What was the name though of the cat? Borgo the cat. Borgo. I was going to say Bogo. I'm like, it's not Bogo. Yeah. I think it's a really interesting idea because it's a 3D platformer, but, uh, well, in a new build, well, I have. I've I've played it. Yeah, and it is unique, and mm-hmm. it's not just unique in game style because it is unique there as well. It's unique in gameplay, and it's something I've never seen before. And you've actually mastered it with the Switch Joy Cons, right? Yeah. Well, I <clears throat> I changed the game to a two-player local multiplayer, mm. and basically I changed it instead of the camera was orthographic, meaning it looks two D in a three D plane. Okay. But I've made the per- a perspective camera. And it's basically like a collectathon, but you use the power together to form each other and complete the level. I I, I played it. I love it. Keep an eye out for that. Do you think you'll ever publish that though? I mean, how would you go about even doing that today? Like, which, well, can you just publish to Steam? Yeah, or is you, that not really? Well, you can, but uh, making a game by yourself is really hard. So if I was ever really considering fully making a game. I think you'd have to go the right way about it and 
you know, get help. Yeah, well, we've talked about this, too, and we're talking about, I think it was, and it's going to be one of our topics today, Red Dead. And just a reminder, I said in the beginning of the episode, check the uh, check down below. Um, there'll be all timestamps. You can jump to certain subjects in case a certain one doesn't interest you, or in case you're just here for to listen to one of them. So check down below and skip. But we will be talking about Red Dead Redemption today, and we were talking, I think, earlier in the week about it, mm-hmm. and how it is, it's a feat in its own right. Yeah. And when we look at, and you mentioned that, like, this game that took you... How long is the game to beat? You're the game you developed. Half hour, I think you said? No, the game, the original idea I had for the Borrow game I made, it's 15 minutes long. Yeah, so it's 15 minutes long, but how long did it take you to develop that 15 minutes? Like three months. See, like, that's what we were kind of talking about, and something like Red Dead Redemption and games these days that are 60 hours, 100 hours long, it's incredible. Oh, And yeah. you have to commend the team because it's un... It's just think about mm-hmm. that. How many hours it has to take to do it. And, yeah, and think of directing... Every voice actor for the dialogue in that yeah. game. It's crazy. And you mentioned today, I never thought about it too, because there was a big thing, and I covered it two weeks ago, actually, on my um, when I covered the news of Red Dead. Red Dead was, I think, over 100 gigabytes long. Mm. Um, 100 gigabytes its install size. Mm. Um, audio, you were mentioning. like oh, Audio yeah. is probably the thing that takes up the most space on mm. there. Yeah. And there's just, if you played Red Dead, and we're not here to spoil anything. We're kind of here to give our impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't completed the game. Aaron has. I will give you my review in progress. I'll give a score. Um, if you're comfortable giving a score, you yeah. give a score. Just say you recommend it or not. Um, but yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into that. Let's and do it. Uh, yeah, so first topic is Red Dead Redemption. So that came out a week ago today, as of recording this. I've put, I think, over like I think I've put over 20 hours in, mm-hmm. and I don't do that for games. The only game I've ever put more than well, I think Spider-Man was probably over 20 hours, but the only mm. game I ever put significant amount of time was Breath of the Wild. I oh, think yeah. I had over 60 hours in that. Um, I've been playing for a long time, and at first I really didn't like it. I told you that. I was like, I'm oh, not yeah, really yeah. liking this game. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, it's game of the year, game of the year. And I was like, not, not really, not for me. Mm. And as time went on, you kind of convinced me to like keep, keep at it. I was like, this game's really great. I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying it. I've gone back to school after the weekend after playing like crazy. Yeah. And nothing has made me really feel like I want to jump back into it, except mm-hmm. for the idea that I want to beat it. I just want mm-hmm. to beat it at this point. Yeah. I'm not like, oh my God, I got to play Red Dead. Like mm-hmm. Spider-Man, God of War, I was like, I can't put it down. Mm-hmm. I have to play. Red Dead, not so much. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because I think Rockstar Games, the games they make, are different than anything other... Any other different developer. than any other developer. Because, well, they're like simulators. Yeah, they're like simulation games, but the target audience, I think... It's like GTA, I think, and it's more... GTA is more arcade but Red Dead, it's very grounded. It's so grounded. It's almost yeah. too grounded. And Red Dead's weird, too, because it's like, yeah, what is the target audience? Like, it's a mm-hmm. Western. Mm-hmm. And Westerns aren't really for everybody. Like, we're exactly. out of the Western age. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Rockstar carries that weight on them that's mm-hmm. like, it's a Rockstar game. Like, it's going to mm-hmm. be good, and everybody knows that. Oh, Gamers yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think the game is spectacular mm-hmm. in so many ways and i've heard discussions about what game of the year will be and how certain companies and certain whoever you know gives game of the year awards how they measure it and certain companies measure it by um you know what the game did for the year mm-hmm. gameplay story and when you think about that like as far as story goes this game is not game of the year material yeah um as far as graphics go mm-hmm. not the best looking game i've seen all year but as far as what the game did, as far as uh, size and detail, like yeah. if you're looking at that, it's a, it's a, it's it deserves an award for that. Game of the year, though, I'm not so sure. I mean, how do you yeah. feel for game of the year? We'll get more into game of the year at the end. But how oh, do you yeah. feel if this it measures up like to everything else you played this year, and where does it stand? And like, do you think this is like game of the year, game of the generation? I've even heard. Yeah. Well, Red Dead Two. I think that the world that you play in is one of the best i've seen you can interact with anyone it's alive. you see yeah it feels alive because it's just so open and so big i haven't even seen the whole map yet and i've played like over 40 hours which yeah. is ridiculous yeah so yeah i think in terms of actual experience you get the game i think it's one of the best but i think with gameplay I don't think it's the best. Yeah, gameplay, that was one of the things we were talking about. Gameplay in Red Dead Redemption is very dated. It doesn't feel like it added anything new from the last one or even from Grand Theft Auto V, which came out... Four years ago? Maybe even more. More than that. Five, I think it was... Six. Well, if PlayStation 3... PlayStation 4 came out in 2013. Five years then, right? That was five years ago. 
That was five years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was before that, so it must have been six years ago. Mm. I mean, six, seven even, maybe. Yeah. If you haven't added more elements to your gameplay since mm-hmm. then, that's kind of problematic. Yeah, I feel like Rockstar is outdated at some areas of their games, but then... They push the the limit, they push like the boundary a little bit mm-hmm. for these games, but yeah. in ways that aren't really... Mm-hmm. You know, you can give me a big open world, but if I'm Definitely. not having fun in it, mm-hmm. what's really the point? Yeah, with uh, Red Dead, I felt like some of the mission variety isn't there, it's lacking, because most of the missions just require you to ride your horse to point A to point B, and then you'll, you'll get some gameplay like uh, shooting and whatnot, which is fun, but... I feel like if Reddit had a bit more mission variety, it would have livened up the game story for me personally. Yeah, I mean, it's not like GTA where it's like you have fast cars, you can get from point A to point B fast. Mm-hmm. You only have your horses, and even the horses have a speed limit. Yeah. And um, I had one of the horses, and they actually died. But <laughs> um, even that horse wasn't that fast. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I both we were saying, like, we just turn on cinematic mode mm-hmm. and just, like, kind of check our phones while the horse mm-hmm. rides to the destination. It's like, yeah. that's not fun. But yeah. I know that also, like, when you look at, like, what this game is supposed to be and what Rockstar set out to do is it's not supposed to not be fun, but this is also what the game is. Yeah. It is, like, Cowboy Simulator. Like Yeah, the game, they f- I've heard that they focus on immersion, and I can definitely yeah. tell they are. And you can look at it two ways. One, you can look at it as it's a very authentic experience, but then you have to think it's also a game, so where does that line meet? And I've heard people talk about that, like, well, yeah, where's too. fun and where's simulation? Yeah, I mean, I've heard, is like, do video, are video games supposed to be fun? That was a discussion I heard, and one of the things that they were talking about were movies. Like, there's certain mm-hmm. movies out there that are, like, are they fun or are they, like, dreary? Like, mm-hmm. like Schindler's List, I think, was the example they used. Like, Schindler's List is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. It's a work of art. But is it fun? No. Mm-hmm. Like, it's depressing and sad and, like, intense. And, like, this is too in ways. Like, mm-hmm. it is a work of art, mm-hmm. but... It's also a video game, and are video games held to the same standard as movies, or do video games have to be fun? And that's kind of like a weird discussion to have. Yeah. The difference, though, between a movie and a video game, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. is this. You play a game. You don't play a movie. You watch a movie. Mm-hmm. When you're playing something, when it's interactive, you want it to be fun. Exactly. You know, like, that's it has to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say Red Dead isn't fun, but I oh, think yeah. it just it drags in some areas. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I feel like the game could... I feel like, well, I feel like in general, Rockstar should maybe come up with a little bit more mechanics. A better formula for yeah. their games. Yeah, because I feel like their standard gameplay of third-person shooter, while the gameplay mechanics are solid, I think... It we, works. It plays yeah. well, but it's just a little old. Yeah, I feel like they haven't updated it as much. No, I mean, it's almost identical to what... I think the only thing I noticed, and this isn't a spoiler, is um, in this game, you can kind of run up to people, kind of like tackle them down, mm-hmm. and then you can do like the beatdown. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's about the only new element I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, they added, and I forget if this was in Red Dead 1, or Red Dead, actually the original route, mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 1. Mm-hmm. Um, the slowdown when you yeah, go to... Yeah, Deadeye. Deadeye. Yeah, that, that, that was in the original game. It like, was. Yeah, so like, I uh, When I think about it, like no gameplay mechanics were really introduced in this game. So it, ex- so it just kind of makes me feel that why should I be playing this game for its gameplay over its story, and I think that's a big thing that's lacking. Yeah, I mean, it has a lot of great things, and, one, and what's so about some of the good things about the game? Mm-hmm. The game is you can get, you can rely on the game to constantly. When you do something in the game, you can predict the result mm-hmm. of it, and that's a good thing in the sense that like there is no limitations. So like, mm-hmm. if you, I'm trying to think of examples that I've done in this that I was like, oh my god, like if you go into a place, you can go and you can bet you can go in the room any oh, room yeah. and, and there's something happening in there mm-hmm. like you can um there's a mission where you have to break into somebody's house or they're sleeping or something like that like and the things that you're doing like i mean this sounds dumb too but like you take the body throw it on the fire the, fi- mm-hmm. the body's gonna light up on fire oh yeah you know you toss a body off like a cliff like you can guarantee like it's gonna hit hard to kill a part like there's yeah. so many things that like you can just you know are gonna happen i don't know do you know what i'm trying to say no yeah I, that's you- actually a big thing in open world games i think like Here's a game, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. Well, I think it's a pretty good game. I feel like one thing that was really lacking is world interaction. Like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, you mentioned you liked it yeah. after playing it a lot. Is the world in that game, it reacts how you think it would. So you can cut down trees, you can light well, stuff on fire, say, yeah. grass would go on fire yeah. more and more. And uh, I think Red Dead really excels at that. Yeah, they really pushed the boundaries there. And I forgot how immersive... 
uh, Zelda was. And I mm-hmm. think, like, and it sounds bad, but I think Nintendo gets a pass. Mm. I feel like Rockstar is going to be held to a different standard than mm-hmm. Zelda. But at the same time, like, I feel like Zelda pushed the boundary mm-hmm. for yeah, not definitely. just the Zelda franchise, but for gaming, period. Like, mm-hmm. Red Dead, I feel like, doesn't... I don't know. I don't know. I'm very mixed about this game. Yeah, because and you also have to walk a fine line because, you know... You want to give credit where credit's exa- due. Exactly. You don't want to feel like you're trashing on the game, but... I'm um, not at all. And, like, I, I guess I have enjoyed it. Like, this weekend, I've never played a game like that. I could not put the game down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoy it. But like I said, when I came, came Monday came back, and I had to go back to school and, mm-hmm. like, work and everything. I was like, nothing really pulled me to do it except, like, I want to just beat this game. I paid 60 mm-hmm. bucks. I want to just beat the game. And, um, and of course, you beat it. And I was like, ah, last night I was trying to just, like, rush through it, and there mm-hmm. was just no way. Yeah. I find the game, like... It's really almost like addictive when you play it in long streaks of time. So you like, said that today. Like you have to play this game in long, like you have to exactly. play it in long chunks because, yeah. like, otherwise you're just not. It's just so big. Yeah. Like there's so much stuff to do, and if you don't keep going at it, then you're just gonna fall off and yeah. not play it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know though if I can like. What would, I don't... You, what would you say you would rate the game at right like, now? Yeah. It's weird because when I first started the game, like, I don't like the game. Mm-hmm. I would have said, like, it's a 5 out of 10. Then it's, like, time went on. The weekend I was loving it. I'm like, mm-hmm. this game's borderline 10 out of 10. 9.5 mm-hmm. even. Right now, I'm at about an 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 8 I, out of 10. Yeah. If I had to rate it, I'd probably rate it an 8 out of 10. I've, I've played, like, more than 40 hours, I think. And I'd say it's an 8 out of 10, you know. I think what's lacking in it is gameplay variety. But there's well, so much stuff to do in that world. I think Rockstar, because you know they've been working on this game. How many years would you say they've probably been working on this game? Almost probably close to 10 years, maybe. Seven I, years, I think. I think when they kind of set out to make this game, and I mm-hmm. think where it lacks, like, um, let's compare it to Zelda quick, because you okay. already made the comparison. Zelda still had a tight-knit story, mm-hmm. and felt like you felt the narrative within it, mm-hmm. and you followed the narrative, and you, were, you wanted to know more. You had Link, who they, like, rebooted as a character we cared about link and even link doesn't even like speak so it's it's kind of weird how you can be so attached but the story was really well done and even if the story was very generic to the franchise exactly you know and um red dead is a western so like a western you know there's Mm -hmm. tropes to there to to a western um but they lack there and i think what's happening right now in the world of gaming Mm -hmm. is that we're seeing such a focus on story-driven games mm. and maybe it's because this game took so long to develop that rockstar missed that boat by the time they already like mm. greenlit the production on it the story in the game completely lacks where like look at god of war god of war had me giving me god of war gave me chills gave me, brought me near tears like it was unbelievable it was so deep and the world within god of war it goes so much further into like mythology and all these mm. different things red dead is kind of while you do have all these different towns, it's still contained within, mm. and they follow the tropes, but there's no real story story that's, like, really sucking me in, like, everything else we've seen, like Horizon, like mm. Uncharted, like Spider-Man, even, yeah. like God of War. Mm. Maybe that's, maybe that's a, maybe that played a factor in the game, how long that took to develop it. Even at the beginning stages, maybe, maybe the project went on too long, and the gameplay and story it, kind of suffered for that, because... They weren't really up to date with the current standards. Maybe, you know, maybe they lost sight of it. Like, maybe, you know, when you first step of a game, I would assume is what's the story going to be. And maybe, you know, they had the mapped out. And then it was, okay, so we have our story. We know where we're going to get from the beginning to the end. Let's focus on this next mechanic. And then this thing and this thing and this thing. And, like, maybe, like, midway. Because the game was really supposed to launch. Was it originally last fall? Or was it the fall before? Or maybe there was no day. I think it was last fall. Yeah, I think it was last fall. Yeah. But maybe something happened between it because a year is a long time oh, for yeah. development. I mean, if the game's supposed to launch, mm-hmm. you know, last year, so maybe it's safe to say that something happened where they wanted to focus on story or something mm-hmm. or change something up there. Like something right. happened that needs more time. Yeah, maybe they needed just maybe they just needed more work on the game to polish it a bit more. Because um, the game, I'd say the game's really polished. Game's really polished. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, there's nothing like you were joking before, like you broke the game. Yeah, but like that was. That was that was ex- extreme circumstance. That's something yeah. no other player will come across. Exactly. Um, and we'll actually show that we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a nice little tribute to all the um, 
ridiculous things happening in the game. No Red spo- Dead Ridiculous. Yeah, right, that's perfect. It'll be Montage. Red Dead Ridiculous Montage. There'll be no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't think any of those clips will no, have spoilers. No spoilers. Um, we're just talking about the ridiculous things that happen in the game. Mm-hmm. But the game is polished. The game, the game, I'd say, as we said, I think it's an 8 out of 10. I think you really can't... I don't think you can go wrong with this if you really just want to have just a fun time. Do you yeah. think it's? Do you think you could recommend this game to? And this is where I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. To an average gamer. Hmm. Well, I think the average person would want to compare this game to like Grand Theft Auto, which is another one of Rockstar's games. Grand Theft Auto, or I like Skyrim. Well, I, that's what I was gonna say. I don't think you could recommend this game to a GTA fan because it's such a different beast. It's like, I, yeah. well, personally, I like this game more than GTA. Okay. And that's really weird to say, but also like. I don't know if I consider myself for a long time. I did an average gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Western. So like this game is part they don't make Western games. Mm-hmm. So like I was kind of really into, um, I'm really into that genre. So I was like, all right, let me try this. So I like it more in that sense because I mm-hmm. love the tropes in it, but I don't know. This game is such a hard game to review. It's, it's such so a hard big. Game to you, review. you really can't review it. Even in the first week. I think that's uh, yeah. too big of a, too big of a game. It's such a, I mean? the game itself is such a, it's a beast. You, you gotta like so big. it's like a big meal you want to eat mm-hmm. it you know chew on it for a little bit taste it <laughs> and then in a week see how you feel about it would you eat it again like that's how i feel like you exactly. have to say like not even a week i would say maybe even a month because it's such a big game oh yeah i mean no one right now i don't think has a true consensus on it i've seen and i sent you um and i think you're right uh i sent you somebody a post on reddit about it and mm-hmm. i was like i share this sentiment completely exactly um i'm trying to remember what key points the guy made in there um the uh the emergent factor of how fun it is versus how f- it's very slow i just exactly. remember like there was a lot of emphasis on it being very slow and the game is slow but and i and i would say this too though because i said it about uh uh god of war because everybody kind of was like i played god of war like the first like a couple hours i didn't like it i'm mm-hmm. like you have to wait i actually thought the same thing same, uh, th- same thing about spider-man mm-hmm. uh the first like hour a lot of these games now, I feel like what they're trying to do is they're starting you off at point A to get you mm-hmm. to learn how to play the game, and then they kind of start throwing in more. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like while Red Dead is an incredibly, incredibly slow game, mm-hmm. it does speed up from when you first start. Mm-hmm. Once you learn how to play it, once your mind can get used to mm-hmm. the gameplay, exactly. maybe that's more. It get You get used to it so it doesn't feel as mm-hmm. slow. Um, I remember God of War specifically, I felt like, was incredibly slow, incredibly clunky. Mm. I felt like the combat was ridiculous. But as the game goes on, you learn more attacks. Mm. You're you you progress yourself. You upgrade yourself. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the game, it's like you're hacking and slashing. Yeah, like that, that's business. like a big thing with games. Is you have to have now that, more than ever. I feel. Oh like. yeah, you have to have that progression of does the player know what to do? Like when to introduce stuff. I think that's a big thing with Red Dead Redemption. Because even though the gameplay is sort of the same as like the old Red Dead Redemption, there's a lot of stuff there that you learn by yourself, and the game doesn't really teach you. Yeah, I mean, well, let's talk about there is there was actually a thread on Reddit that I saw about like hints and trick, like little uh, exactly. little hips, uh, hints and tips, and little tricks for the game. And one of them was, for example, um, and I just learned this one today from you showing mm. me. If you hold down the what is that called? You just set up before. Uh, uh, the thumbstick R three, but it's called um, mm. <laughs> eagle eye. Is it eagle eye mode? Oh yeah, eagle eye. Yeah. Uh, eagle eye mode. Well, actually, if you're in a place which uh, you can loot, mm-hmm. it'll give you. It'll highlight what you can actually take. I didn't know this. I'm playing the game for over 20 hours. I had no idea. They yeah. don't tell you this. Yeah, that that's like one of the things. Like they don't really teach you. Uh, yeah, that one you learn yourself. What, what you can do. Um, there's also holding down the cinematic button. Mm-hmm. I taught you even today. You don't have even have to hold A when you're mm-hmm. in cinematic mode to let your horse ride. You can actually just like let go of the controller mm-hmm. and let it go. That's really useful because that way you're not stuck like walking on a trail mm-hmm. and getting bored. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can actually take a break. You can listen, check your phone. Mm-hmm. You can just sit back and enjoy the scenery. Oh yeah. Um, there's so many weird things. Oh, uh, holding down the pause button brings up the map mm-hmm. because like yeah. I, I played on Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Um, you play on the PS4, PS4 Pro. Yeah. Does holding the touch button, does pressing the touch button ring up the map? No, so the touch button on PS4 actually deals with the camera angles, so you can change camera angles, ah, which okay. I think oh, Rockstar okay. should have made it the map because usually in PS4 games, yeah, it's the map. Like God of War, you press it, it's the map. Was it the map in Grand Theft Auto? 
No, the, the pause button was Grand Theft Auto. You had to hit pause and then yeah. right trigger and was map. Yeah, maybe... Like no, Rockstar you, games, I think the UIs need a bit more... Yeah, they need an upgrade. And the controls need a serious upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, I but, think we'll see that in their next game. I do too. And I think their next... Well, do you think their next game is going to be Bully or do you think it's going to be... I think so. Like rumors have said like yeah. it's going to be Bully and um, I think it'll be that. On Long Island here, mm-hmm. perhaps this is like breaking news... Um, there is actually a studio that's doing the motion capture right now for Grand Theft Auto 6. I don't really know. Like, I feel like Grand Theft Auto 6, we all know is coming. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's not really news. And I don't have anything to prove it other than literally running into people who say, yeah, I'm doing stunt work for Grand Theft Auto. And, like, not people who would lie. Yeah. They just look like fit stuntmen. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm doing, like, the stunt work. That's what I do for a living. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to be out, but I think... Grand- that will be a Red Dead Redemption 2 situation where it'll be years from now. It'll be years. Yeah, and I, but I do think that if Grand Theft Auto comes out, it'll do what Grand Theft Auto 5 did, which is push gaming further. Mm-hmm. I think this game was built on a similar engine to Grand Theft Auto 5, mm-hmm. and um, it was very similar in gameplay. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, and I think, you know, when GTA 5 came out, I mean, there's a big difference between GTA 5 and Red Dead 1. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Grand Theft Auto 6 when that comes out will be like rockstar's next big step i don't feel like this took that big step and maybe i sound like a little bit of a jerk for saying that i know people are gonna be like what are you talking Mm -hmm. about this game's incredible um but that's just my opinion on it i don't know and also i think that uh grand theft auto 6 is gonna come out like years from now because they're pushing they're still pushing gt5 online which is making them tons of money yeah so it's like why release a new well that's the problem right and like Red Dead's still going to get online. I'm very excited to see what they do there. I think that'll be grounded as well for like two years until they start mm-hmm. kind of adding crazy stuff in. Yeah. But I also wonder, where does a developer like this stand? So, you know, Grand Theft Auto Online has this full lifespan. They mm-hmm. ported Grand Theft Auto 5 to PS4 and Xbox One almost immediately. Yeah. So it has this lifespan for five, six years mm-hmm. where Red Dead 2 might only have like two years mm-hmm. going into next gen. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wonder, I'm kind of curious to see what they do there. Like, yeah. maybe the next-gen systems will have to play it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe the next-gen systems will have backwards compatibility, so that will be solved. You yeah. know, you never know, because... They, mu- they must, because, like, does it make sense as a developer to release a game like this? Why not just hold out for two years? Yeah, that that almost reminds me of, like, The Last of Us. It was right at the end of the PS3 generation, and then they remastered it. And it almost seems like uh, maybe these devs need to hold their games out, maybe to... Even yeah. add more stuff to the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like... I think this benefits, like, if you were to hold out, right? To, um... Mm-hmm. So, like, this fits in this generation. It doesn't... Like we said, it kind of... The mechanics feel a little old, but it still mm-hmm. feels like a game from this generation. Oh, yeah. Maybe it would be reviewed poorly if it were on the next-gen console, because it doesn't feel like that. So that's a benefit there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, though, like, you know... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're going to lose out on sales. Like, Last mm-hmm. of Us, I felt like, was at the last was like the last hurrah on the PS3, mm-hmm. which was fine because it pushed those PS3 sales because it was a PS3 exclusive. It pushed the mm-hmm. sale that was Sony made. Um, and obviously they had plans to port it to PS4 because mm-hmm. they did that very soon after. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's also interesting because like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, once again, that was both on Wii U and Switch. So Nintendo was like, we don't want anybody to know it's yeah, on Wii U. It's almost like, um, I think it's maybe a better idea to... If a new generation's coming, maybe hold out, put one on the original that was going to be, so, like, on Wii U, and then put it on the new system Switch to make more sales. Well, that's true. Like, maybe that's even what they're going to do. And if they do do that, I think what would be smart to do, because we're kind of so ahead, like, mm-hmm. I think the technology's in the PS4 to allow this. At least allow PS5 players to play with PS4s and Red Dead Online. Even if it's just Red Dead Online, I don't care about Destiny or anything else. Mm-hmm. That might be a really smart move by Sony and Rockstar and next and same thing Xbox One mm-hmm. to Xbox, you know, yeah, whatever I, the next yeah, one. Yeah, I think uh, unifying players is a really good thing for games because it seems like the older games get to have online, the more dead they are. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. look at this too. It's like it would be weird to not allow that too because it's like um, you don't have to worry about sales. Oh yeah, like Red Dead's one game. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you have people out there who still would buy Red Dead again for PS5 mm-hmm. or buy it for the first time. Yeah. So, like, I think you should allow because, like, I don't know. I don't think anybody's going to be like, yeah, now I got to get a PS5 so I can play Red Dead online with my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I also think that Last of Us Part Two is going to be the last draw for PS4 and then it'll be on the PS5 too. Like, I think it'll – or it'll be one of those situations I was talking about last week, which was – or two weeks ago – which is like, yeah, Last of Us 2 for PS4 plays on PS5 mm-hmm. with your PS4 disc. It just plays a lot better. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what Red Dead will be. Uh, do you think devs would hold out their games? Uh, 
Well, they'd release it on the original, so like Last of Us Part Two. Okay. Have it on PS4, but maybe Sony wants more sales for games, so they don't make backwards compatibility and they make it so you have to buy a remastered version. I honestly think that this generation, that was the idea, was that we're not going to do it. Yeah. Like, it's GPU, CPU, but you could just throw a CPU in there and let them mm-hmm. play PS3 games. But I think, like, I think what happened this generation was exactly that. It's like, we don't, we want to separate ourselves from PS3. Mm-hmm. We don't want people to jump over to PS4 and then play all those PS3. Like, mm-hmm. they can, think about all the different games like are remastered. Last of Us, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Crash games, which I know were from our first generation, but they redid Ratchet and Clank. You don't really want anybody buying last gen games because, mm-hmm. like, you lose money on it. Also, on yeah. the resale too. Yeah, and from you like know, GameStop and yeah, stuff. Yeah, GameStop, they're used games. The developers don't get money for used games, so right. they want that new stock. Right, they'll make that money. new money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't know. We're gonna see. We'll see what happens in the next gen. But yeah. um, just to top off the the Red Dead conversation, I think it's a great game. I really do think it's a great game. I think it is exceptional in a lot of ways, but also behind in a lot of ways. I feel the same way. Uh, when I play a game like God of War, when I play a game like Uncharted 4, or even I'm trying to think of what I played recently, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. when I play those games and I play a game like Red Dead, I'm kind of like confused. Mm-hmm. And that could just be my stylistic, like my taste. Oh, yeah. Um but I think that they there's a lot of missed opportunities there. Mm. And I don't feel like my expectations were not met. I don't think it was an issue of like, oh, this doesn't reach my expectations. Uh-huh. I just think it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I just thought maybe like, mm. maybe I would have thought things were going to be a little different. But Yeah, because we both went to Red Dead Redemption 2 with like zero expectations. Yeah. And uh, uh, you were like, I don't know, I'm going to get it. I'm like, get yeah. it so we can talk about it on the Let's Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with you 100%. It's a good game. It has some obvious flaws, I think. I don't think that's too out there to say. But yeah, I think it's a pretty good game, and I don't think you could really go wrong with it if you want a good Western game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where we're at. I mean, if you're giving it a 10, I'm at like about an 8 out of 10. But I'm also a firm believer that a story comes together like you got to know from start to finish. So maybe I'll beat the game and I'll be back in a week or so and I'll say like, hey, I'm updating my review score now that I beat it. And maybe I'll think differently. Maybe I'll think less of it. Maybe the ending will be anticlimactic. I don't know. I don't know what the ending is. Um, well, we'll see. But I do think Red Dead's going to dominate this uh, this market right now. I think Red Dead's I the game. I think holiday season, Red yeah, Dead 2. Red Dead's the game of holiday. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think Pokemon or... Or, uh, I think I think Smash will do probably. Smash really will do well. well. Smash is so removed from this. Like I know it's, I know it's only like a month away, mm. um, but Smash is so like when we look at a game that comes out in October and a game that comes out in December, mm. there's so much time between that. I feel like it's in a different realm. Yeah, already. but you also have to think like a uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Red Dead Redemption Two is a multi-platform game. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's true too. Yeah, I don't think gonna you need dom- to fear. Yeah, I think it's going to uh, be bigger sales than Smash maybe. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think it absolutely will. I think without without a doubt. I mean, they've already made like seven hundred fifty million dollars. Oh, that's crazy! It's ridiculous. Mm. Um, also, real quick about Red Dead, I mm-hmm. played on the Xbox One X. Oh yeah. You play on the PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. I thought the One X version was perfect. Oh, yeah. I don't play games on my Xbox. I was like, I'm just gonna. I gotta have a reason to play this thing. I'm gonna get the uh, this version. I heard it plays really well on there. Mm-hmm. Native 4K. Oh, so good. I mean, you've seen difference. You, pl- mm-hmm. I haven't played the PS4 version, but you played PS4 Pro on a 4K yeah. TV. You came mm-hmm. here, you saw it today on the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Is there that big a difference to, would you say, that everybody would notice? Well, I think that if... Uh, I think PS4 Pro, I think it looks good, but I saw the Red Dead Redemption 2 on the Xbox One X, and I have to say that... Uh, I mean, there's no contest between PS4 Pro and Xbox One X because native hardware, 4K, even hardware. Let's base it on the hardware. Oh, Xbox yeah. One X is far superior. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the PS4 Pro version, I think I'd compare it to a standard PS4 game in terms of resolution, maybe a bit more. But I think it lacks a bit on the PS4 Pro version. There, there's a it's a company or a YouTube channel called Digital Foundry where they actually break this stuff down. If that's something that interests you, I'll link that below. You can actually watch a comparison video between the two. Mm-hmm. That's what made me decide to go with the One X. So if you have the option, it's up to you to decide. I personally recommend that the X. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it really depends. What do you play games on? You also yeah, have play to think... On. Online, going forward. Online, you play where with? do your friends play? You know? yeah. it's, I think it's more of a decision of... Do you like graphics more? Are your friends on another platform more? So, yeah. And where do you come down to? Is resolution that important to you? Personally, frame rate like, also. I frame, think yeah. the frame rate on the PS4 Pro version 
wasn't the best, but it's doable. So you also have to take that into consideration. I've noticed no frame rate drops at all on the Xbox One X. I'm not a stickler for frame rate, but I like I said, I haven't noticed. So I could be wrong. I just didn't notice anything. I think the Xbox One X version is actually pretty good with frame rate. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So you know what resolution is what you care about? You might want to go with the X version. Um, otherwise, you know, if you're a PS4 person, that's what you play pretty mainly. You have an X. Maybe you just want to go PS4 and stick with what you uh, with what you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you and I both are very big PlayStation fans, and yes. uh, coming out within actually it's about a month away is the PS One Classic console. Oh yeah, uh, it's kind of similar to what Xbox was doing. I mean, sorry, Xbox Nintendo was doing <laughs> Nintendo with the Classic doing, system. Yeah. God, Xbox, please don't do that. <laughs> um, so PS One Classic this week they announced all twenty games. Mm-hmm. I will pull up a list. All right. Um, in the meantime, I want to ask you like, what game stuck out to you the most, and what game did you feel was missing? But full disclosure, okay. you are not. I'm not you're, a PlayStation you're, you're guy. You're a PS2 baby. Yes. You are not a PS1 baby. Oh, exactly. So like, you, you come after the PS1. And on top of that, I played Nintendo mostly when I That's was true. a kid. So I, I did not... I was not born during the PlayStation era. So I think it's really interesting to see the game list compared to someone who was... I mean, I, these were games I was playing on my PlayStation growing up. So I was born in 96... So to put that in perspective, I think the PlayStation 1 came out in 94, 95. It started getting mm-hmm. its groove. Um, back in the day, I was playing Crash Bandicoot, Spyro. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was playing on there. Um, but I'll go through. the Here's the 20 games that are on the PS1 uh, Classic. Battle Arena Toshinden. <laughs> uh, cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7, Grand Theft Auto 1, Intelligent Cube. Mm-hmm. Cube? Cube? It's got to be Cube. Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, Wild Arms. The list, to say the least, is a little bit disappointing. I have to agree with you. But at the same time, I can understand a lot of things. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that there is money in having Grand Theft Auto Mm 1, Final Fantasy 7, um, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Uh, what else is on here? Rayman, kind of. I mean, these are starting oh, yeah. Metal Gear Solid. They're mm-hmm. starting points for these big franchises mm-hmm. now. So it might have the incentive to say like, "Oh, Rainbow Six. Like, I don't even yeah. remember. Let me grab this. Like, I'm a big Rainbow Six fan. Let me just try this out." And of yeah. course, these are all great games. There's mm-hmm. no denying that. Um, personally, though, if I were to come up with my own list, mm-hmm. like, th- let's do. Um, I'm not sure you can. I'm not sure how much you played okay. a PS One. But if I were to have five must-haves on mm-hmm. here. Um, we'd have to have Crash Warped. Mm. We would have to have one of the Spire of the Dragons. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't really. Not, no preference. I'd add um, Parappa to Parappa the game list. would. That would be on mine. That should have been on. The, that should have been on. I don't know why that one wasn't. Oh, yeah. Um, Tomba would have been an absolute one because I just think Tomba is something you could like, like go back and do. You, do you know Tomba? It almost seems familiar, but I don't think I. Do. I have them. Tomba is one of those really rare. Is it a games. platformer? Yeah, it's platformer. Okay. Um, Tomba is just one of those weird games that's on the PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. Um, it lowered the value of the physical disc a lot because uh. it was one of those games that was like, if you don't have a copy, you're not playing it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of those games where I feel like people are like, yeah, I played it. And then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then it's like, I forgot what that even was. And they see it and like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And the last game I would have said, and I don't know why it's not on there e- either, uh, Medieval. Yeah. Well, I think they probably the remaster. don't. The remaster. But, I, th- I think that's why the Crash games aren't on it. Crash might be a thing with Activision. I heard people say, like, oh, Activision just wouldn't give them credit. I'm like, I don't yeah, know Yeah, but look how many that. third parties are on the list. Konami, yeah. you know, you have Capcom on there. I mean, Tomb Raider should have absolutely oh, been on there. That, that's like, that, that that's is like the game, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of missing games. I and mean, if we were to even look at, like, uh, I wonder if I can get the list real quick. Okay. Um, I want to see if I can find a list of top-selling mm-hmm. PS1 games. I think the thing that really different differentiates the PS1 classic to like Nintendo's <laughs> versions is Nintendo put a lot of their main series games on those. Like yeah. Super Mario World is on the SNES classic, Zelda, you know. Well, Nintendo has like a lot of like to stand on. I mean, for this time it's like it's hard to say like um mm. Sony didn't really have that kind of groove at this point like exactly. there were a lot of third parties. Um but let's go on this quick. Give me a second. Is there no Gran Turismo? Yeah, classic? I don't think Gran Turismo is on the PS1 Classic. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Gran Turismo is, which is weird. That is really weird. Yeah, it's, that's one of the big things. I think they messed there out isn't. on it, maybe. Gran Turismo 1 is the top-selling PS1 game of all time at 10,850,000 copies. Mm-hmm. 
Gran Turismo isn't on there. Um, let's see, let's see. Final Fantasy VII is Gran Turismo mm-hmm. two, Tekken three, mm-hmm. Harry Potter was actually very high on the list. Oh wow! Tomb Raider we mentioned should have been on there. Should have been on. Crash Bandicoot is number eight, top selling of all time mm-hmm. at six million, million copies. Uh, again, Tomb Raider Metal Gear, Crash yeah, Warped. You again. also have to think like a lot of these big uh, games that were on PlayStation were third party games, which I think it makes sense for them to be on the PS One Classic. Yeah, I, 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 they could have put the one of Tony Hawk on there. Oh, yeah. Croc would have been It's good. probably just a big thing with licensing issues, you know? It's kind of incredible, actually, looking at this list. Wow. Abe's Odyssey is 21. People weren't crazy for this. Rayman is 20. Like, when I saw Oddworld, Oddworld's the game I'm most excited about. Okay. I, mean, I actually own the original disc for Oddworld. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Oddworld games, Munch's Odyssey, Abe's Odyssey. I only haven't played Abe's Exodus. Um, I'm really excited about that, but I was like, when I saw it on there, I'm like, why is it on there? Like, that's not, it's like a cult game. Yeah. Apparently not. 3,500,000 sales is astonishing to see. Number 21 on the list of top, what is this, 110 games? Wow. I heard people say, like, they could have thrown in um, a wrestling game. That probably would have been too hard, mm-hmm. licensing-wise. Uh, let's see what else is on okay. here. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Twisted Metal they put on should have been Twisted Metal 2. Twisted Metal 1 is awful. Mm. Yeah. It feels like PlayStation almost is holding back their games that the first party games that they're remastering. Like, Crash was remastered. I don't know if that was a licensing thing. Or it they might don't be. I mean, it, it might be like logical wise. Like, you know what? Crash got remastered. Like, mm. we're only going to, we can only fit 20 games on here. I mean, these games mm. aren't like huge games, like, as far as memory goes. Like, obviously, they're going to have to put a hard drive in here. It's not like the, um, NES, SNES, where it's like you kind of have these like, well, how big do you think those games are? Megabytes? Oh yeah. So like you know you're talking gigabytes here, mm-hmm. maybe up to one gigabyte on these. I yeah. think they're like 500 megabytes these mm-hmm. games, but they add up 20 times. You know it's, it adds up over time. It's 10 gigs, so they have to have a 10 gig hard drive in there. Mm-hmm. They're like let's limit to 20 games. Um, you know they might say, well, Crash already got remastered. We don't need mm-hmm. to put Crash on here. Yeah, and it's also interesting. Uh, like we Crash just needs to be reintroduced to fans. Exactly. Like, if you think about, like, it's rumored that Nintendo is going to make the Nintendo 64. 64 classic, it makes me think, like, one of the biggest games for Nintendo 64 was 007. Yeah. So, is that going to be on there? Because the rare licensing issues, the movie, N64 licensing. might have, I mean, that, Grand, uh, sorry, James Bond, 007, might, might have to be on there. It might have to be. There's... Too many, there's so many might, licensing. Nintendo might only do 10 for the N64. I mean, I think 10 I think would so. be like a good 10. Like Super Mario 64. Um, Banjo. Banjo. I think it has to be on there. Banjo right? would have to be on there. Donkey Kong 64. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Uh, Zelda. Zelda. Probably Ocarina do both Zeldas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I also I wonder how are they gonna do the controller for that? Because the Nintendo sixty four controllers were I big. I know they're really big, so it's gonna have to be like this little tiny console and like the major controller. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to be. Yeah. I think here's what to kind of end discussion on PlayStation though. I think okay. here's what PlayStation is doing, and I could be wrong. I think if this sells well enough, mm-hmm. which I think it will, I think it'll I kind think of it will be one sell really good. The price point's a little high, hundred bucks. I think seventy nine ninety nine would have been much better. It's yeah, only twenty dollars different, but yeah, it's a it's a three D console. So I think comparing it to like the SNES Classic is a bit different. When you look at this, it's five dollars a game. Yeah. Um, plus the collectability, so it's like not so bad. But I think what they're gonna do if this sells well enough, they'll do the PS One Classic, mm-hmm. the tinier one, and they'll actually ship it with DualShock. Mm-hmm. And then in that case, you can add Ape Escape. They might even add Crash or Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Not that these games require the Dual Shocks, besides Ape Escape. Ape Escape mm-hmm. needed it. I don't know if you ever played that. Uh, I haven't played it, but I know about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Ape Escape's done with the analytics. Mm-hmm. It was exactly. actually it's a dual stick game. Right? It's a dual stick mm-hmm. game that was made as a tech demo for the Dual Shock mm-hmm. One. Um, I think they might do. I think they might actually do. Like a, the, the PS One, the tinier one with mm-hmm. the analogs, they can do a whole another twenty games. It's not a bad idea because you can. They really have a large library there that yeah. they can play around with. But do you think that this leads to a PS Two Classic? I don't think so. Um, I don't really I don't say think you do th- that. I don't think they could do PS Two Classic because those games like they're a little big. They're they're big like Sly Cooper. Like I think that Ratchet they put it on there, but the games are too big. A PS Two Classic I mean? would require Sly, Jack, and Ratchet. I mean, it would, it would you would need it. Yeah. But which one do you pick from each one? And you plus, know? you have to think, like, maybe PlayStation doesn't want to upload those games to the PS... If there was a PS2 Classic, because they remastered Ratchet and Clank into a new game. True. You have to think like Jack that. Jack is kind of forgotten in time. Mm-hmm. Sly Cooper and the games are on PS4, still... too. Yeah, so. there's, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I think they'll know. just do PS1 Classic, probably. Yeah, I think you're probably right. 
Um, I think it's a quick money-making scam for the holidays. Honestly. They saw Nintendo did it, so yeah, it's like, we have a library money. here. Let's sell, just do it. Sell those last few bit of PS4s, mm-hmm. sell some pros, and extra hundred bucks here and there for that, yeah. VR and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, like I said, I'm excited about Abe's Odyssey. I'm going to get one. I have one pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm going to get one, just because I don't really have a lot of... Uh... Experience I with PS One. It's a nostalgia machine. Yeah. And so are the uh, Nintendo ones. They're oh nostalgic. yeah, that's that's the point of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I'll be getting one. I'll be playing the hell out of Abe's Odyssey. Cool borders. Um, mm. I played. I forget what you five like it was. Hmm. Yeah. Not really. Yeah, it just depends if you're like fighting games, but yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I'll, I'll I'm gonna play every game on there, whether I beat mm-hmm. them or not. I don't know. I think I played growing up like five out of the twenty games, which mm-hmm. I think is a decent amount. Um, but anyways, we'll move yeah. on from there. Okay. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier and we're going to start wrapping it up just in a little bit. Um, we had, we're talking really about next gen consoles mm-hmm. and, uh, I talked about this with my cousin a couple weeks ago and about what we are expecting. Mm-hmm. Do you expect next gen consoles by 2021, 2020? Where do you think we're going to see these? I think that's about right because 2020 or mm, not 20. I, I don't think, well, I think my bets on 2020. Well, I think, uh, I think maybe Xbox is going to hold out a bit longer. Maybe 2021. Maybe to have the upper edge of later in the generation. Yeah, I okay. My, yeah, that's a good bet. I would bet that, yeah, PlayStation 5 comes out uh, holiday 2020. Mm. Xbox comes out holiday 2021 with mm. faster hardware. Mm. And that can be their kind of selling points. Our hardware is better, mm. you know. Um, yeah, because you have to think, like, Xbox, uh, on this generation, PlayStation 1, no doubt. Yeah, I so know. I think that Xbox wants to do this next generation right. I think they can. You know, I think I think they probably will because maybe people will see what Xbox is doing more. Game Pass is a great oh, idea. Yeah. Game Pass is a great idea. You know, Xbox they have this time to really show what they can do because I think with Xbox One, I think they kind of dropped the ball at the beginning. Right? The, yeah, they did. I think they tried to fix it. Come the Xbox One S and mm-hmm. then the Xbox One X, they kind of were like, hey, guys, we improved our hardware here. Mm-hmm. Um, we just need games. Oh, yeah. Like, Xbox One X is a powerhouse of machine. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, guys, we got this. If you want the fastest console, like the best console mm-hmm. out there, home console, we got it. We just don't have any games. Exactly. Like, that's the problem. And, like, if they can kind of start, and they've said that they've started, like, purchasing first-party companies, mm-hmm. if they can get those games to develop, like these third-party games comparable to God of War, mm-hmm. Uncharted, and stuff like that, they could have a shot here. But remember, too, how long it took PlayStation to build up these franchises as well. Yeah. God of War comes from PS2. That's two generations ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, Xbox didn't hold on to Blink's the Time Cat. Yeah. Fusion Frenzy. Like, mm-hmm. they had started these, but they didn't hold on to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe had that, had they done that, they could have these for this generation. But Yeah, I think, like, Xbox won the biggest things. Like, I have an Xbox One, but it's at my other house. I don't really play it. Yeah. And I think that's because Xbox doesn't have a lot of first-party games that really interest me. Like, Forza is great. Don't get me Forza wrong. Forza Horizons is one of their better ones. I love oh, yeah. Halo, too, but, like, mm. Halo's not... I don't know. Like, it, there's yeah. nothing to hold on to. Like, mm. I could sell my Xbox tomorrow and then be like, all right, Halo's coming out. I'll buy another one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to, like, hold on for that, where it's like PlayStation's throwing you in three games a year mm-hmm. of your favorite franchises. Yeah. You know, you're like, all right, well, if I don't have anything to play for now, just give me three months and I'll have another PlayStation exclusive out there mm-hmm. that I love, you know? They have Halo, uh, Gears of War, Forza... Yeah, like, they have games. They certainly do, but I think a lot of the third-party games are better on Xbox, but on PS4, they have more first-party games, and you get those third-party games. Yeah, I think that's an edge. That's the selling. It's has. definitely an edge. It definitely, yeah. definitely is. Um, we'll see what happens come next generation. I think Xbox has got a plan. It looks like Phil Spencer's really been, like, mm-hmm. trying to get this right. I think Xbox really has a chance here. I do, too. I really do, and I actually hope that they do. I was kind of... um. I was more PS3, but I got a 360 at launch, and I mm. loved it. You know, the so. 360 was a really good console. It really was. It was better than PS3. I, I would say the menu, <sighs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I per I love my PS3. I Anybody love, who I knew me at that too. time will tell you, like PS3 mm. was my console. Like I mm. I supported that in any way. I support PlayStation any single way. Mm-hmm. New hardware, I'm in. PlayStation <laughs> Move, I'm in. I've got it, bought it, loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, any game they were throwing out there that was edgy, like yeah. Little Big Planet, I'm like, I'm in. I'm going to play mm-hmm. that thing to, to dust. No, I think PS3 has a better library than Xbox 360, but I think at Xbox the beginning... Xbox did it right. Yeah, at the, at okay. the beginning, the PS3, it was more expensive than the Xbox. $600 as opposed yeah. to Xbox. And I think, I think it's kind of comparable how to 
Xbox started this generation. Yeah. So I think Xbox will learn from their mistakes. I think PlayStation. I think PlayStation is going to get too cocky going into the next one. Yeah. Because, like, I think PlayStation right now are a bit too cocky. I think like, so, Like, with too. the crossplay stuff, they're finally doing it. With the name stuff, they're finally doing it. So maybe PlayStation is... PlayStation uh, kind of, like... And it happens to anybody who's, like, winning the race is, like, you mm-hmm. stop listening. You kind mm-hmm. of just, like, we're winning. Like, You're we, we can lead. do no yeah. wrong. Exactly. Um, as long as PlayStation kind of keeps their ears open and what everybody wants, they can keep... Uh, they can stay up top, you know, stay on oh, top. Yeah. Um, I think Nintendo's out of the race. I don't think it's comparable. I yeah. think, like... They're totally different. Totally different. Nintendo's. And I think the way they're doing things is different, too. Like, when we had... Um, the Wii U come out mm. like middle of the PS3 life cycle yeah. and then like switch now in the middle of the PS4 and Xbox mm. one that's a good idea mm. because it keeps you out of that you know you buy a PS4 mm. now you got like three years in mm. and oh now the Switch is here okay like I can afford that like, yeah, I can Nintendo afford I think they're doing so much different stuff it's totally different than PS3 and Xbox not PS4 and Xbox One because Nintendo always makes systems that are different because PS4 Xbox One they're trying to accomplish the same thing, which is high graphics, high graphical capabilities. Online. Online. These blockbuster, like, first-party yeah. games. Nintendo... And then I was like, we're just doing Nintendo stuff. Yeah, Nintendo always goes for a different hardware than, I'd say... They're PS4 not worried about graphics and this exactly. heavy powerhouse. They're just exactly. like, we're well, what can, can run our games. We're good. We're happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think PlayStation has the lead, and I don't know if... I don't know if Xbox will ever dethrone playstation as like the best place mm. to play games like i know it's like their slogan mm. but like playstation has a tremendous amount of first party studios that have quality games it's like an ecosystem PlayStation exactly. has an ecosystem that xbox just can never have and mm. it, if they want to start they can start today but mm. it's going to take them a long time and to get up there i think xbox has been doing that recently because at e3 they showed how many studios they bought yeah that's what i was just saying before exactly. Um, but, but like something Xbox doesn't have that PlayStation does like PlayStation tomorrow was like, Hey, Jack and Daxter's back. Boom. Hmm. Guaranteed sales. Oh yeah. Xbox, if they come out tomorrow and like, Hey, fusion frenzy, it's back. Hmm. It's not going to sign. Yeah. I don't think Xbox, I think that's where they messed up in the long run is not having these yeah. studios to get games and exclusives. I, I always said, and I think I said on the last one, like Xbox should have bought the rights to Tomb Raider. They should have oh, yeah. bought the rights to Tomb Raider. Mm. That would have been their Uncharted. Oh yeah, because I but, remember, I remember when Rise of the Tomb Raider released and it was exclusive to Xbox, I bought year. it on Xbox. Yeah, I, I bought... It was a great thing. That was actually my incentive to get an Xbox. I love the reboot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Sunset Overdrive was coming by Insomniac, another franchise they didn't invest in. Oh, they um, should have so I bought much. my Xbox for Sunset Overdrive. It came bundled with it. I was like, this is worth it. Halo 5 is going to come out. Tomb Raider is mm-hmm. going to be on here. I was yeah. unaware that it was a timed exclusive Tomb mm-hmm. Raider, so I'm like, I, I'll play my Tomb Raider games on here. And they just let everybody down. I mean... yeah. Sunset Overdrive they should have stuck with. That would have been a really big franchise. Oh, yeah. And I remember playing that game, and it's really unique. And yeah, it's so Insomniac, unique. Insomniac, I mean, that's a it's PlayStation such a good developer. Studio. They got a PlayStation developer to make a game for them. I know. They, and make it a PlayStation quality. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Cuphead, which needs some... some... It's also... A, but a big thing with Xbox is all their exclusive games are on PC, so... Well, that's the thing, too. Most but I think people that's, have but PC, I think, you know? I think that's a conscious decision. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see Game Pass at the PC next. Really? Okay. So. You think that will affect, like, from the, for the next generation, do you think PC will affect those sales? I think what's going to happen is that this might be kind of a smart idea for them is what they do is they say the Xbox is essentially a PC. Mm-hmm. It's not even the Xbox anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a PC. It's a Steam box, let's exactly. say. Um, you can play your games on your computer. You can play them here. If you want higher resolution, mm-hmm. you can play on your computer. But the Xbox is going to have really high graphical capabilities. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I've mentioned this too, I think the Xbox One 2, the sequel to mm-hmm. the Xbox One. Xbox 2. Xbox 2 will be a better version of the Xbox One, meaning you can still play your Xbox One games, but we have heightened capabilities here. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in two years after that, they have an even better one. They're keeping up with the PC race. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some people's PCs are going to be decked out. They can't oh, do yeah. that. Their consoles will be too expensive. Mm-hmm. But they're keeping up at not just the minimum of what you need to play mm-hmm. the game, but like more than that. Yeah, like I, Look at the yeah. Xbox One X, like something like that, where it's like it has such graphical capabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to encourage, like, yeah, like, your games, they cross-play. You want to play on your PC? Fine. You want to play on Xbox? Fine. That's what yeah. this is. I think it's a really interesting thing because Xbox, it's owned by Microsoft. I mean, they are... Windows. It's Windows. It's Windows. So I think they have a really 
That, that would be where you build your ecosystem. Exactly. You have an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So use it. Mm -hmm. Don't just say like, you know, you don't keep the Xbox separate from Windows. Exactly. Keep them together, but do it in a way that feels right. Like I'm a Mac user. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to work Windows. I go to use yeah. them at school. I use them like at the office. I don't know how to use them. Like, mm -hmm. and, and that's the same thing I have with my Xbox. We are saying today, the user interface is terrible. Oh yeah. But at the same time, like maybe that's the right thing to do too, but just make it a little more user-friendly. Yeah, but you have to also cross the line of how do we make our system better than PC, but also not at the same time make it a PC. Right, how do we make it for the average player? Exactly. But how do we also make it for the PC race out there? Mm. You know, the master race, as we yeah, call there. it. Um, that's yeah. their ecosystem. Their ecosystem is Windows and Microsoft, so they, they should stick with that. Yeah, I, I think they would do really good if Xbox did this. I think if they had first-party studios make first-party games for them, and I think if they just delivered on the promise, which I think they are, of being the best console out there in terms of graphics and, you know. Well, that's the thing, too. They could just focus on that. So oh, yeah. We're the best way. You want better, best graphics. They're right here. Yeah, because you know? that's just a big edge PlayStation has is those first-party games, which is really hard to that's shake That's everything. Off. It's everything. It's, it's everything. Exclusives, like them or not, but they even sell consoles. But PlayStation has the leg up on, like, Crash and Spire are going to be on Xoxbox. But mm. people are going to say in Tomb Raider 2, but some people say, like, I can't play them on Xbox. Those are PlayStation games mm. in my heart. Like, that's yeah. what I need to play them on. It, that's because yeah. of the ecosystem, and Microsoft has to do that. Mm. Um, I think it's a mistake putting Halo 5 on PC, any Halo game on PC. I think so, too. But at the same time, like I said, you got to build an ecosystem. And I you think know right what? now... If it sells copies, because yeah. software is where it's at. They'll mm. take a hit on hardware. Got to sell the software. Oh, yeah, I think Xbox so. right now is really trying to please the consumers, so putting their stuff on PC... And doing like Game Pass, which and is ridiculously you know, a good. It works ten bucks a month for all their first party so games. Good. But if they can do it like this, and this is again back to the ecosystem thing, if they can have PC games and Xbox games develop simultaneously, mm -hmm. like you just literally port it. You don't even need like it's mapped correctly, like it's done. They both work. It's the same game. You don't have to do any extra work. You're in for like a big. That's a big deal. Like yeah. I said, software is where the money's at. Mm -hmm. So. If a game comes out, Halo comes out, great. Buy it on your PC. Don't even need an Xbox. Make the money there. Make the money on the Xbox player, and let them play together. Oh yeah, what right if there. what if Xbox made it so there? It's kind of like an Android phone, where compared to iPhone, Android has so many customization options. What if Xbox did that? What if they made it so you can connect Bluetooth Apps, controllers? Yeah. Use a PlayStation controller. Any Do whatever you PC want. Uses, yeah, if it's Bluetooth, you know? use it. Headphones, yeah. use it. Would also be cool if Xbox Live became something that is more than just xbox like mm. make it the steam store make the xbox marketplace a steam store on the pc oh, yeah. you know what i'm trying they to should, say they should do that yeah. when you play x when you play online games made by microsoft you need an xbox live account mm -hmm. and people might say that's stupid but it's not stupid yeah and that's how you that's you yeah. can build your ecosystem that way because now you can play with your xbox friends and you still have to pay for online yeah but so what well i think right now actually uh your microsoft account on pc is also a xbox live account Oh really? So, yeah, I think it's already sort of like that. Yeah. See, I'm not kind of out of loop on there, but I think that would—I think that's great. But I no, I think I see what you're saying. I think they really uh, need to uh, maybe join the PC and Xbox together, maybe in a console that's a hybrid of both. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I think there's got to be that's come make make them one and the same. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, and real quick, we'll cover two because we're kind of reaching the end here. Okay. Um. Where do you feel mobile's going? Because now Microsoft has announced the... Do you remember what it's called? Mobile. They're basically going to let you start streaming in 2019, I think they said. Really? They, I they, haven't heard that. They bought some company that's like the master of streaming. Mm. So it's going to be seamless streaming to your phone. You can actually play your Xbox games on your phone. Really? I don't think that's the future. Mm. I think Switch has it right. I don't think streaming to mobile is the future. Yeah. But I do think... I don't think Microsoft will ever get into the mobile field beyond that. Mm. I don't think we'll have like the Xbox portable. Yeah. But I do think that PlayStation isn't done yet. And I do think that with the Switch being such high success, you might have something come mid-life of the PS5 mm. that lets you play, hey, you bought your games digitally, mm. now you can play them on the go on this. Yeah, because PlayStation has a lot of experience in mo mobile like phones. They made a PlayStation phone, right? Yeah, they had the phone. They had the PSP yeah. was a huge success. The Vita mm. was, if you actually look at the numbers, was a major success. It yeah. just was hard to develop for. Exactly. And a lot of the time, like the problem with it is, is this, is like, Major developers like Naughty Dogs doesn't want to waste time on a Vita game. Yeah. Sucker Punch doesn't want to waste time on a Vita game. Why would they do that? Exactly. When you have you can sell more copies mm -hmm. on a on your base hardware. Mm 
Yeah. So and if that, you can play yeah. these games that on like the PS4, like I mean the PS5, mm-hmm. and then just play them on the go too on this other device, and maybe yeah, maybe the graphics are toned down a little bit, but if you can still do it, that would be huge. Yeah, and that, that's a thing that really made Switch Switch successful is these third-party companies. They'll, they'll just downgrade the graphics a bit, you know. It takes work, but they can port the games over. Maybe they can. It's a even, huge success. Maybe they can even steal the design and have like a docking thing where like mm-hmm. you, you don't need the PS5. You can have this thing, and it's your PS5. It's like PS Vita TV. Yeah, it's, it's not know? a bad idea, you know. Maybe they can come up with something. It's digital only, though. That would be the weird catch, but maybe oh, that's yeah. what's smart. Those Vita cartridges were very, very expensive PSP to produce. PSP Go was digital only, was digital right? only, yeah. But that was back in the age where digital wasn't common. No, no, and it wasn't common. That's why it failed, mm-hmm. but also Sony was ahead of the curve again. But look mm-hmm. at the PSP. They had discs. Those discs were yeah. so easy to produce. The cartridges, like I said, for Vita were not. Vita cartridges mm-hmm. for the Switch are not cheap to produce. Mm-hmm. Let's say you just say, hey, no, it's digital only. You'll mm-hmm. lose a little bit of the market, but you got yeah. a lot of people say, I don't care. I already bought the games digitally. I'm going to play them on here now. Yeah, I think it's... I think there's potential there. Yeah, I think I think there's potential with PS5 sort of making, as you said, a separate device you can buy so you can have it kind of like a Switch experience where yeah. maybe you could even incorporate streaming like their PS Now service yeah. sort of does. You know, it's not a bad idea. I think there's something there, and I think like Sony made a lot of mistakes with the Vita that they can learn from. Mm-hmm. Calling it the Vita 1 was pointless i think it should have been called the psp2 or mm-hmm. something well you don't want a wii u situation you know that's true that's true but like playstation something playstation vita was just like what is that yeah you know i, I feel like they, they didn't promote remote play at all which is an incredible feature oh yeah i think they just made ps vita in a time where they weren't as i don't know how to see it but i i think playstation made the ps vita and released it at a time where they weren't ready for it i think if they waited a bit more time maybe where the wii u was I think they would have had more success with it. I think they also, and I agree with that, and I think that the PS Vita kind of came out too close to the PS4 and too mm. soon after the PS3. And I think the PS3 should, the remote play feature, mm. if they would have said, yeah, you can play our PS3 games on this like you can on the PS4, you would have, that would have been money. I mean, you oh, would yeah, have been right there. Because the remote play feature still is so good. It's still great, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's, it, I've used it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I used it, the old example is my girlfriend was watching Netflix and I was on the couch and mm-hmm. I was trying to beat Crash and I was playing on my Vita. Yeah. I think, and it works yeah. awesome. I mean, it works a lot better if you're sitting right in front of the TV. Oh, yeah. And like it literally is right. I mean, I don't know. It's a great feature. Yeah. And if I think if they could have had PS3 do remote play, mm-hmm. you would have sold more. And also if the Vita came out maybe two years before or five years after. Mm-hmm. You know. Like maybe maybe they could even release the PS Vita near side the PS4, maybe a bit after. They but, should have bundled yeah. them together. They yeah. were thinking about doing I think they did it overseas. They should have bundled them together at one point. Mm-hmm. Holiday bundle. Because the remote play feature is a really good idea. It was ahead of its time. So good. I think even if the Vita came out today, due to the Switch being such a high success, mm-hmm. having a PlayStation ecosystem where it's like people like are de- – are, um, attached to the playstation lifestyle like lifestyle brand mm. if you would have came out the ps vita today and maybe you know refined it had mm. the games work you would have probably sold some oh yeah definitely yeah i don't know i don't know yeah we'll end the show though on this we'll end it on okay. um right now pick three games that are game of the year material for you okay um that you've played this year this is not in any order so it's not like best to worst or anything i'd put god of war i'd put Astrobot uh, Rescue Mission, which is the awesome PSVR game, Dino which play is it. Dino so play it. good. Like the best level designs I've ever seen in the game. I think. Yeah. Every level. I heard great. Mario sixty four VR basically is what. It's oh, like. it's so good. And number three, hmm, that's an interesting one because I feel like I might put Red Dead there, but I feel like you have to, right? I think you have to put it there. You know, it's a good game. It's a. I wouldn't really call it revolutionary in some parts but as i've said before the world yeah i think that's revolutionary so i think i'd put number three red dead redemption too i think my three would be and mine are mm. pretty simple i mean i feel like my top three game of the years i'm trying to remember everything i played this year now god of war is my game of the year i think that's mm-hmm. without saying that's my game of the year but if i had to pick like two other ones yeah, maybe I'd have to put Red Dead in there. Spider-Man I would put in there. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man. I don't think Spider-Man's Game of the Year material by any means. It's a, it's a, it's a great game, game but, but it's not yeah. Game of the Year. That's another game that didn't push the limits of anything. Mm-hmm. It didn't push, like, it wasn't innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good games released this year, looking back. I know. Probably the best year in, like, games in a long time. I know, I know. I heard Assassin's Creed Odyssey was fantastic. Oh, yeah. 
my game of the year right now is God of War, and I don't think it's really going to change. I don't think mm-hmm. Smash is going to change. I don't think anything's going to change that. God of War was a once in a lifetime, once in a console lifetime mm-hmm. generation experience. Um, I'd even be shocked to hear see if Last of Us Two toppled that. That'll um, be interesting. Last of Us was my con, my game of the year last generation. Ratchet and Clank was the one before. Crash mm-hmm. being the one before that. Uh, this generation is God of War, and I I do see it hard to top. I think it's it's mm-hmm. might even be my game of the generation. Yeah, Last of Us Two Part Two. We'll see. <laughs> the Last of Us Two Part Two. I have my speculation. I don't know. I have my I, I, I I'm not too sure. I have my uh, what's the word? I have suspicion. My, <laughs> I don't know. I have my questions about that. I'm not too sure. How great. It'll be interesting because you have to top the first one. So. Yeah, and the first one's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see yeah. about that. We'll see. But that is our show today. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for subscribing, liking, sharing. Uh, the podcast is available right now on Spotify. Still trying to get that iTunes. Just give it time, guys. Just give it time. Spotify and Android podcast. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Please share this video around. Go follow Aaron on Twitter and Instagram. Um, like I said, if you like this, thumbs up, subscribe, and we will see you next time. Thanks for watching, guys.